This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. We are joined by Odyssey NFL insider Jason LaConfora, host of the Odyssey original podcast In the Huddle, which is with Brian Baldinger and Carl Dukes, covering the entire NFL, you know his name, and he's also a host in Baltimore, so there's nobody better than Jason to discuss this. Jason, how are you, man? Thanks for hopping on. Yes, I'm, I'm all right. I'd be lying if I said I didn't have a little bit of uh, fatigue from this entire saga that is now spiraling towards year number three. Um, but uh, hell if it, if it ain't a car crash, right? Like, you're worn out by it, but you find yourself constantly looking over your shoulder, peeking at it. Well, I, I'm confused, <laughs> to be honest with you. I mean, we've been yeah. sitting here batting around something with 49er fans, and they've loosely been on the outside of discussion about mm-hmm. this. I don't think financially it makes all the sense, but to me, there, there's like at least five to seven teams oh, yeah. that should be salivating. What is going on here, Jason? Why aren't they? Well, or are they? I think people in Washington, D.C. at the NFLPA would tell you collusions what's going on here. Um, if you compiled a list of quarterbacks who teams have openly, on the record, suggested we have X being this schlub, therefore we don't need Y being Lamar Jackson. And I'm not even saying to sign him. I'm not even saying to sign to an opposite. I'm saying just to talk to him. We have heard people reference Sam Howell, Jacoby Brissett, uh, Brock Purdy, and we don't even know when the hell he's throwing a football. Trey Lance, who hasn't played football in any meaningful, consistent manner since high school. Desmond Ritter, who was stuck behind Marcus Mariota, and they wouldn't play Desmond Ritter till they had to because they were scared to death of what it was going to look like, even though Mariota was total garbage. They're invoking Desmond Ritter in Atlanta because, well, we got him and we're going to do it this way, so we're okay. We've got the Jets being hamstrung by the Packers, who have one suitor for Aaron Rodgers. There's one village idiot keeping the Packers from having to pay $60 million to Aaron Rodgers to back up Jordan Love right now, and that's Woody Johnson. If the Jets were to pivot, the Packers would freak out. But the Jets don't have the gumption or the balls to even talk to Lamar Jackson because they're worried about pissing off Aaron Rodgers, who's going to make $60 million to be worse than Baker Mayfield. Because last year, he was worse than Baker Mayfield. And that's the Baker Mayfield in L.A. Like, go look at any metric. They won because they were getting returns out, out the wazoo on special teams. They won because they ran the ball down people's throats. And they won because they fixed their defense. And they still didn't win enough to go to the playoffs in the crappy watered-down NFC with no quarterbacks. So you tell me what it is, man. This is the damnedest thing. Oh, it's incredible. Your use of gumption has me uh, right now full of goosebumps. <laughs> I, I don't want to dwell on your, your vocabulary. But which do you think is a bigger factor in this Lamar Jackson thing dragging on? The fact that he is his own agent or the fact that the Browns gave Deshaun Watson a laughable, fully guaranteed contract? 
I mean, whether it's laughable or not, it happened. And Kirk Cousins, what, three years before that, got $88 million fully guaranteed for three years. These owners conveniently pretend like that never happened. They act like there's only, it's only happened once. Well, no, I mean, it, it's happened twice with quarterbacks who were um, nowhere near as accomplished as Lamar Jackson. And it happened as recently as a year ago. Uh, I, I think they're, they're, they're scared of the precedent that one more of these would set. They love to have guaranteed contracts when it's on a rookie contract, right? They have no issues whatsoever knowing exactly, you know, give or take the fifth year option, how you know what the what the franchise values are, and we compute off to that. But they they love having complete call certainty and being willing to guarantee these kids essentially what they're going to get coming into the league. They just don't want to do it once they prove they're any good. Like that that's interesting to me. Um, I, I, I they don't want to have this become the norm. And they know that if Lamar gets this, Joe Burrow's absolutely getting it. And then forget about it. Then Spanos, he's got to do it for Herbert or trade Herbert somewhere where they'll do it. Like the trickle-down effect, next year's quarterback class looks generational. That's part of the reason some of these cowards are hiding you know, away from Lamar Jackson now. But only a couple of them are going to get the guy they actually lost after. But then if Caleb Williams is who he's supposed to be, Four years from now, Caleb Williams wants a fully guaranteed contract. These guys like hoarding their money. They don't like spending it. So, and they hide behind a fake, fungible salary cap that's not real. It's the boogeyman they use to scare fans. They put in ridiculous things like escrow packages. They can afford to put money in escrow. They don't want to. And they use it to bludgeon the union and say, we can't give you that much up front. I'd have to go cut a check for $150, $200 million a year from now and put it in a bank. Meanwhile, you're getting $350 million a year just to show your games over the air. That doesn't include the gambling money. That doesn't include a hot dog. That doesn't include a ticket. That doesn't include the Thursday night package. That doesn't include the overseas games. I mean, that doesn't include the, the extra playoff games that you added in, and we all know they're going to 18 regular season games at some point, too. It doesn't include any of that. They all have the money. They don't want to spend it. Jason LaConfora, Odyssey NFL Insider, host in Baltimore with us on Willard and Dibs. Let me back up, Jason, because on the list of names that you threw out there that, that have been used as to why a team doesn't want Lamar, you included both Brock Purdy and Trey Lance. Do you believe the 49ers should be in on this? Absolutely, positively. They should have been in on it before they did the Hargrave thing. I mean, if they were willing, just think about what they were willing to do. Two years ago, how much they moved heaven and earth to get a coin flip, right, to get a dart throw at Trey Lance. But we didn't know what he was going to be. I mean, people are talking about Anthony Richardson's small sample size. I'm old enough to remember Trey Lance. Like, in a, coming out of a pandemic where nobody played, right? And it was the hardest of no time to go to, to evaluate quarterbacks ever. And they did all that for that. Right? Now, they're going to tell you, well, we give them cheap. Call certainty, you know. It's worth it to do that there. But to not even see what a three-year deal, what Lamar Jackson might look like with, with three voidable years. Like, I... Kyle Shanahan can't, honestly, if you gave him truth serum and you 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 had an out of body experience and Kyle Shanahan with truth serum is listening to the pablum that Kyle Shanahan was selling at those meetings in Arizona, he'd throw up in his shoes. Now, he gets it, the money's not there for Lamar Jackson. They're going in a different direction. This is all ownership driven. It's not football driven. It's which owner's willing to do it. And clearly, Jed's not. So for Kyle Shanahan, it's a new point. So why is he going to talk up Lamar Jackson? He's got to talk up Brock Purdy. He's got to talk up whatever Trey Lance might be. 
Well, the obvious follow-up here then in terms of the if the Niners were to somehow change their mindset, what would it take for the Niners or any team to get Lamar Jackson? I mean, you might be able to get him for less than two ones. I mean, look, I, I look at a team like Indianapolis. If I'm Indianapolis, I, I go to the Baltimore Ravens at these meetings like, look, man, we, we can make life real uncomfortable for you. Um, we could do it before the draft. We could do it after the draft. You need a quarterback. We know you like Richardson and some of these guys. We'll give you a four, and that's it. Otherwise, we're going to come after you after the draft. You're not going to get anything until 2024 and 2025. And you know what I mean? And we'll put something together that your owner doesn't want to stomach then. So do you want the burden to hand now where you've got a road to a quarterback this year? Or do you want to get our, our ones two years from now when we're going to the playoffs with Lamar and they're back into the first round and you're running out there with Tyler Huntley this year going 5-12? and 12. You choose. What do you want? Yeah. Yeah. But that's not happening because this is a league of gentlemen and this is a monopoly. It's a monopoly. It's a monopoly. And it doesn't take that many people who should have a seat at the table to decide they don't want a seat at the table for guys to just disappear or become less than. I mean, this is it's all with Colin Kaepernick. I mean, this is for different reasons, but I mean, if this doesn't smell like Kaepernick, I don't know what does. Jason, I don't know if this is an extension of the conversation if the 49ers were, A, either to get into it or maybe even if this is a separate deal. But how, how does Trey Lance factor into all of this, and how is he viewed around the league? Like, what what is Trey Lance's – what's his trade value in the league right now? I don't know. I mean, coming off an injury, and he hasn't – I mean, there is no body of work. You know, I, I looked up the number. I mean, I think he's thrown – Gosh, I wish I had my notes in front of me. I'm on my home. Got to like 478 competitive passes since high school. You know what I mean? Like, what? I mean, I, I don't know. Like, I don't think anybody knows. I mean, it, it was a lark when they did it. And we can revisit the whole, was that really who they wanted or did they want Mac Jones? Like, I, I mean, I don't want to revisit that because that's another one where you talk about fatigue. But, like, it, it, was, it was a tough year to evaluate quarterbacks, period. And they went after the one who had the least body of work of anybody. Um, I don't think people know what he is. I mean, and he hasn't. He, and then there's the whole durability thing as well. Um, and there's also the idea of well, if Kyle can't do it. I, you know what I mean? Then nobody can. So you'd be selling real low on him. Um, but just think about what Lamar Jackson would look like with around with that team. Like if they waited till after the draft and they put a they put a, a, a deal together that Bashadi just doesn't want to match, and now we're talking about future ones, possibly after you've won a Super Bowl with Lamar Jackson. You don't think Lamar Jackson would pay for himself, even if he gave him five years, two hundred and fifty million dollars fully guaranteed. Mm. You don't think that pays for itself year one if you're in the playoffs with Lamar Jackson instead of in the playoffs with Brock Purdy. Yeah, 420, by the way, is the answer, yep. uh, Jason, on completed, uh, on actually attempted passes Pass attempts. for Trey Lance since... In actual games, right? Since high school. Yes. Yeah, actual games that Correct. count in, in the standings. Yes. Correct. When you I think about how high I mean, the number on, is... What are we talking about? It's 420 is actually, uh, shout out California, that's exactly... <laughs> that's right around the corner, by the yeah, way. That's, so, that's very, yeah, that's very on brand. That's yeah. what we do, yeah, shout the, the here, 49ers Jason, you know? would be high to not go after Lamar Jackson for crying out loud. <laughs> If the Niners had to part with a player, because salary-wise, and I know you're not a huge capologist, but you're very smart. You use the word pablum in this interview. <laughs> but which of the players could they part with that makes a lot of money and still be competitive? Well, I don't think it has to be a lot of money. These guys don't. They don't want to pay anybody here in Baltimore, but they don't pay receivers. They don't. Michael Crabtree is the, the guy. 
NFL player who's made the most in any single season as a wide receiver for the Baltimore Ravens, Michael Crabtree. They'd want a uke. They'd want to rent the uke. You know? And that way, I think that's what they, if they, yeah, I mean, I would start right there. And they could never have enough corners, so throw in a corner and a draft pick. Um, or, like, just wait till after the draft, and now, you, you know, you're playing the game with future ones. Would Baltimore want a quarterback back? I mean, let's let's go down this road for fun. I mean, I, I, think I mean, they is would it take is it a young cheap quarterback? Is, I mean, is, yeah, how much is difference it, is Trey Lance right than, than Richardson at four? I mean, okay. I would go with Richardson because yeah. he's the least beat up, and I think he's even more spectacular athletically. And at least he did play a little bit of big time football. Um, but they certainly like that kid. There's no there's no doubt about it. Um, you know, and back when people thought he might be available around 22, like guys like Daniel Jeremiah, who worked in the Ravens front office for years and is super wired in there, were mocking Richardson to the Ravens. I don't think they were doing it willy-nilly. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think Trey Lance could have some... I mean, look, I don't think he's the fulcrum of the deal, but, yeah, could that be addition by subtraction for the 49ers, especially if you're getting a 26-year-old former MVP? Yeah. So Lance Ayuk and a, a, a 2024 first rounder. Sure, I would. I mean, uh, yeah, they got some time on their hands between pro days. There, they should uh, give the cost their call. Huh. By the way, just b- before you run, Jason, what's the prediction on how this plays out? <laughs> Who the hell knows, man? I've never <laughs> seen anything like this in my life. <laughs> I mean, I will just say this. I've covered, I'm 49 years old. I've been covering professional sports from some degree or another since I was 19. Money talks. Money always talks. What they tweet, what they say, what they whisper to their agent, what they whisper to the national media guy, what they whisper to the beat writer. It all, what, what, what they scream from their driveway, it all goes away once the price is right. So the idea that it's, it's completely broken between him and the Ravens, I don't buy. It's bad. It's ugly. It never should have got to this point. But if he doesn't have a long-term deal anywhere by July 17th, which is the deadline for him to be extended on a franchise tag by the Ravens, then if they have any brains, they'll go down to Florida. Basadi will go down there. He'll get off his yacht. They'll go to Lamar's house and say, look, this hasn't worked. This isn't how any of us thought it was going to go. But let's make the best of a bad situation. 32 is too low for you. $33 million for five years. We've already gotten out of you. We're going to give you a base salary of 45.7 or whatever the high franchise tag would have been. We're going to give you, if you show up for the first day of training camp with Todd Monk and our new coordinator, we'll give you a million dollars. If you get to the playoffs, we'll give you a million dollars. Win a playoff game, we'll give you a million dollars. Go to Super Bowl, we'll give you $3 million. You have a chance to make $50 million a year in one year, right? We're going to offer that to you as a goodwill offering, uh, and then we'll reassess the future after that. But you need us right now as much as we need you. Because we got Tyler Huntley without you, and you got no team without us. So let's try that. Man, I mean, you, you can give me a million bucks, and I'll show up yeah, to camp, Jason. I mean, it's really, really God. interesting. Um, hey, Otherwise, he sits on the tag. You don't right. have to show till week 10. Right. You know, week one to get paid, week 10 to get an accrued season. That would be the Ravens want no part of that. That would be worst-case scenario for everybody. Yeah. Nobody does. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Hey, Jason, great stuff, man. Thank so you for, for jumping on. You got it, guys. Anytime. Thank oh, you. 